two girl comedians walk into a bar. They order vodka cranberries and sniff them. Mmm. Welcome to the TFL podcast, where two orcs of no gender grunt and speak. I'm Sana. I'm Bota. And you will get to know us now. Um, okay. Okay, hi. Welcome. <laughs> hey, not gonna lie, we tried to record this like three times, um, and they've all been wildly unsuccessful. So so we decided we'd come into this one a little more prepared and just ask each other questions for ten minutes so mm-hmm. you can get to know us and also cause we um barely know each other. So This is so true. Right. We have yeah, spent- I think people just associate us with each other because we're both Asian. Right. What, right. Does, that say, what does that say about society? It says know. so much. Like, we literally have zero other things in common besides being Asian, and somehow we've just been thrown on this podcast together. I agree. <laughs> okay, well, let's just get into it. Okay. Um, you want to start with the first question, baby? Yeah, okay. So, worst and best teenage year. Worst and best. Okay, definitely worst... Oh my god, that's actually really hard because I would say 15 and 19 were both super bad and then best 17. That's a good answer. Because 15 and 19 are like uniquely difficult, you know what I mean? In different ways. But okay, okay, wait, we're supposed to be doing these like quickly. So I'll... Oh, oh, okay. Oh, right, yeah, I forgot. Okay, okay. Um, um, which is scarier, the ocean or space? Space. Okay, this is... I would not travel into space... I would never go into space either. And I could be dropped in the ocean and be okay. Well, okay, that's, like, not true, but I'd rather drown than have, like, all the air from my lungs sucked out of me and for them to collapse. But, like, let's say you're going into space as an astronaut. Like, you have your astronaut suit, or or you're going into the ocean, like, in a submarine, but, like, just which is scarier? Oof. I don't know the answer to this either. Wow. I will. I. I th- I'd say my my gut feeling was space. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Not enough is said about submarines. I will say that we don't know shit about oh, the ocean. You know what? You're right. Because isn't there that fact that we know more about the surface of the moon than the yeah, bottom of the moon? Yeah, but that's ocean. like just the moon. So you know what I mean. This is hard. Okay, you're completely correct. <laughs> I don't know what point I'm trying to make. I don't have an opinion either. Okay. Okay. You ask me. Okay. If you could invent any ice cream flavor, what would it be? Ooh, um, um It can also be like a feeling. It doesn't have to be food. It can be a feeling. Um Girl, it's rapid fire. Dude, no, but this is like think, actually difficult. Think. What ice cream flavor like doesn't exist? Okay, I want um The one that you're gonna make. Why the Vota, <laughs> I hate this question so much. Okay, I want an ice cream that tastes like um when <laughs> I really didn't think it was gonna be this one that stems you. Okay, okay. I want you know what I want. I want an ice cream that tastes like when we buy Rubinoff and like the off-brand cola from like Stop and Shop, and the aftertaste of when you mix that. That's the ice cream I want. Fuck you. That wasn't even funny after all of that. Day. I'm so upset. Just. Okay, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. The tension build. I thought you would say like cigarette, <laughs> cigarette butts and ketchup. That would have been better. Yes, cigarette ice cream. I'm so stupid. I'm so. I know you're not. Uh. Alex, you gotta cut out when she says I'm so stupid. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Moving okay, on. Your turn. Here's a question. Ellen, as in Ellen DeGeneres, asked you to write and produce a segment on her show. Do you do it? No. Nice. You know what? I also want to just note that when you said Alan, it was as if it was Alan Ginsberg. I made it. And I don't know if that's a California thing. That's just me. Yeah, I just go, I'll be like, Alan? Alan? Ew, I hate my voice. That's very, That's why I'm on a podcast, babe. Um, Thanks to everyone who hasn't already skipped on their Spotify. Um. If If you've made it this far, and I'm saying four minutes, 50 seconds in, like you're a real one. Yeah. yeah. Text me. Um, well, I'm not going to put my <laughs> Text me. Here. Date me. Okay. I so would. Um, okay. Oh, strangest hookup location. <gasps> Joey. 
Okay. No. Oh, like, okay, that, that was so unclear. Like the Joey, like the Tufts, the Tufts intercampus shuttle. <laughs> Hello, audience. Um, if you want to know the truth, I was there <laughs> when Sana did this. No, that you were there one time. There was like another time <gasps> that you weren't there for on my birthday one time. He knows. Wow. He knows. He's not listening to this. What? There's a zero percent chance he's God. listening to this. The other one is probably listening to this. The other one is probably listening to this. Um, <laughs> we're being so. You know vague. what's funny? You know what's funny yeah. is because I was the one that was like, "Wouldn't it be so funny if you guys kissed on the Joey?" And so and we did, and now we're best friends. Kissed on the Joey for like ten minutes, and I was just sitting there. You were just <laughs> sitting there. There's a picture of it that I have never seen and don't want to see because I know it'll be grotesque. It's in my. But... It's in my Snapchat hidden only for me. Pri- that just sounds like I look at it, but I definitely don't. <laughs> I just like want to have evidence. My eyes only folder. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) That sounds like perverted, but I don't look at it. (laughs) Right. I just like want it just in case. Only (laughs) one day. (laughs) One day. None of you will run for Congress, and if so, like I wouldn't respect you otherwise. You know. Right. Right. Um, Okay, your turn for a question. Uh, my turn for a question. Which is weaker, your knees or your back? My back. Your back? You know what? I think my I have very strong lower body strength um, mm, because yeah. I did Irish dance for yeah. 13 years. That's this crazy. A- you also <laughs> did like cross country in high school, right? Oh, yes. This is true. Four this years, is- baby. Here's my thing about cross country. It's always the people who you never expect you did cross country in high school. Like, it's the most random assortment of people. Like, I can't think of a single, like, through line in the traits of people who do cross country. It's just such a melange of people. This is true. I mean, like, I think my origin story into cross country was purely out of spite because I'm not someone that likes running at all, mm. but I love cross country. So what happened is I tried out for the tennis team and... We did suicides, the sprint exercise. Oh yeah. Um, I couldn't do it. I, I, I quit, and the the seniors made fun of me. So I was just like, you know, I'm gonna go into a running sport. So I switched, which is like I could have been so okay at tennis because I that's like I love tennis. That's so like tenacious of you. I'm just like I don't like to run, so I don't do it. Like good for you for for pushing yourself. That's pretty cool. <laughs> It's like a pain you can choose. Um, I have, okay. I've never if, pushed myself. The pain I choose is like a Brazilian wax. I don't push myself. <laughs> okay. That's brave. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, is it your I question? I want them to make what? a Disney. There should be a Disney princess. Okay, yeah, we need a Disney. We, we, we need a, D- a Disney princess who spends upwards of $100 on her body hair removal every month. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> You need to like pitch that to Disney. They gobble it up. That's not to say I spend upwards it. of a hundred dollars, maybe approaching that amount of money though. If you were a road sign, what would you be? Yield. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how that came to me. That so was suddenly. so quick. I looked in your eyes and I was like, "Yield, demon." <laughs> you know, that was like one of the most like dominant that? things you've ever said. No, I know. I'm Period. not the dominant person in that capacity, so, at all. Wow. I like it. I feel like you're dominant logistically, and I will end my sentence there. Right. Again, because you don't know anything about me. We're strangers. Um, this is so true. Okay, uh, my question. What's your favorite Halloween costume I've ever worn? This is hard because I love dressing up, but I actually am so bad at halloween even though it's my favorite holiday wait same like to all of those statements it's my favorite holiday i love conceptualizing costumes but i've never executed a good one yes damn um well okay okay here's the thing halloween i want to look good right period i'm not i'm not a shameful person i have one red bodysuit that I've the lace bodysuit yes for like the past is it the one i have the same in black it's from asos this is, like, why we're mind-melded, because you're absolutely correct, and I think it's very flattering. I think everyone should get Fast it. Fast fashion queens. It's oh a great God. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'll own up to it. Yeah, I freaking bought it from ASOS, like, yeah. the one time, maybe the third right. time, maybe the fourth time I've shopped on ASOS. Okay, here's what I'll say. I shop at ASOS 
frequently is it ASOS or ASOS I'm gonna say them interchangeably point is I shop there frequently because they have a really robust petite section and not that many places do so mm. I stand even though it's fast fashion and I know it's bad I stand by it because I don't want to have to like alter my clothes when I get them mm. because sometimes you do uh well okay did we wrap up the halloween conversation was our just was our conclusion just that neither of us had had a costume we've particularly loved just you like your red bodysuit oh yeah well my with my red bodysuit i've been a devil i've been the red wave of communism i have been the devil's advocate oh my god okay and both times you've done the devil you've you've used my devil horns that i bought at cvs freshman year because i was a deviled egg because i thought that would be like quirky and cute and it wasn't you know it is it's always like you need to pick like the standard thing and then make it like a little bit cute right it's just like i feel like it's so not my mo to do the like cute punny type of thing like actually as a rule Mm -hmm. like i really despise puns but also let me tell you that was the costume that got me the most male attention i don't know what it is about men but they like when a girl is like barely funny like you know what i mean like you can do like a little at deviled egg but it's like not actually funny in any capacity i think it's because like you know what i i think funny people are rare I do think, like, puns are not funny, but, like, I think it's the sentiment of being funny that is attractive. But something about that really rubs me the wrong way. Like, you know what I mean? The sentiment of being funny. Like, if you're not actually doing something funny, I know I'm making a huge deal out of a punny costume, but I'm just like, that, that rubs me the wrong way. No, I get what you mean. I I think I mean, like, judge a book by its cover, you need to do that as quick as possible if you're, like, not looking to particularly get attached or do something you know my point is it's like a genuine challenge of the mind like it's a brain Mm. twister to come up with a halloween costume Mm -hmm. that's genuinely funny witty or interesting or like referential in some capacity but also like hot like sexy this is true this is why i just opt for like something hot because it it, i couldn't be bothered right i'm not like one of those i'm not one of those people either who buys like a special kind of colored heel you know what I will say though is like oh, I yeah. appreciate when other people have great costumes. Yes, I think it's I great. Appreciate it. I, I find think it's it, amazing. I find it to be such an attractive quality. Like yes. when someone has a genuinely dope costume, I'm like, that is really cool of you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I mean, that was just a lot. Yeah. Okay. That. <laughs> okay. Is it your question? Most interesting malady you have ever had malady dude okay this is so i've never had an interesting malady but can i tell you about a really interesting malady my brothers had yes no, <laughs> that was such a okay and it'd be like yeah so i'm not interesting but my brother is but basically okay so one time we went um to <gasps> why did i forget we went to costa rica oh my god <laughs> i sound like the worst okay we went to costa rica and <laughs> and basically he came back and there were these two little bumps on his head and it was just like these two little like they almost look like zits like you know what i mean but they were on his scalp and he kept saying they were hurting and we were like what are you talking about you just have some like itchy bump like shut up (gasps) he keeps complaining about them one day he says i went swimming he had to go swimming for like the pe unit at school and he was like i felt it throbbing like something was like trying to escape we were like, okay, what the fuck is going on? So we take him to, like, a dermatologist. It turns out that Mosquito planted their <gasps> larva in the skin, like, underneath the skin on his scalp. And so had we, like, not caught it, eventually they would have just hatched and, like, just, like, burst out of his head one day. Like, not lethal. It's just, like, it would have been a cut. Like, something just jumped out of him. But, like, yeah, he could have been in school and, like, bugs flew out of his head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh- so that's like filthy and disgusting, but it happened to him. I, I you ever like watch a movie or something like that, and your head starts to itch. Like what? Are Dude, the... I don't. No, I don't like things like that. Like I don't like grotesque movies like that. Like I just like movies about like girls being mean and shopping. Yeah, but like that's what I mean. Like that story made my head itch. Right. I don't try I try not to engage with those types of stories, but like, I feel like I need to buy podcast. like Selson I need to buy like Selson Blue from the store. What is that? <gasps> okay, this makes me feel gross, but it's like the intense danger shampoo that they sell at CVS. Okay, like I'm not saying I have a horrible dandruff, but like we've had it in our house and it's like this insane orange color. 
Mm. Anyways, it's like super strong. <laughs> I've never had dandruff because if anything, I have an oily scalp, which might be grosser. Like no, I wash my hair every day. I wash it every day, otherwise my hair gets too gross. I've been trying to quit shampoo over break. But Dude, I'm not that's doing admirable it. as fuck. Like I could never. My like my parents yell at me. They're like, "What are you like eating the conditioner and drinking the shampoo? How are we ordering so much more every time you're home?" That's amazing. I love your hair though. Mm. Very thank you. Shiny. Thank you. Try to keep it healthy, you know. Yeah. Um, I eat a lot of salmon. I think that does it. Salmon. This just is so. We're really about. those girls. Like just like I don't know. This is, I have no idea what we're talking this is about. Just, this, is, this is really the epitome of just two girls talking, which is, you know what, the mission of the podcast. I think some people need that. Yeah, no, I do. Like, all every podcast I want to listen to is just two girls talking because I'm so deprived of, like, social stimulation that I, like, need to just pretend I'm there with girls. This is interesting because I actually really don't like podcasts. It feels like I'm in a conversation that I can't, like, contribute to, perhaps. Oh, for sure, which definitely pisses me off to some degree, but then I feel like if I'm listening to a podcast that's people who are, like, definitely more interesting and cool than me, it's like, okay, well, I really wouldn't have anything to contribute anyway, like, I just want to absorb, or, like, smarter Mm. than me or something. But, like, yeah, if it's just two, like, boring-ass, like, dry bitches talking, I'm like, shut up, like, I could have been saying something more interesting, Mm. but, like, now I'm in that situation and I'm saying nothing interesting, so. Maybe we just need to, like, hit a sweet spot with the conversation, but, yeah. I think we can. Who knows? But this this could be hitting a sweet spot for somebody. We don't know. We don't know. <gasps> oh, wow. One man's treasure is another <laughs> man's treasure. That's not even the quote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One uh, man's treasure is, is my trash, and my trash is treasure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you went, thank you. I, um, okay, ask me a question. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's definitely my turn, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, am I supposed to... I asked... Okay, I'll ask you one. Um, okay, okay. Would you rather marry someone who's a huge stan of Hamilton or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. I'm sorry. I've never watched Hamilton. I'll never yeah, watch it. And, like, yeah, J.K. Rowling is, like, literally the epitome of, like, a skid mark in a human, but... Right. I could have said that way more eloquently as an insult, but... There's a good period of time where we were all, like, 11 to 13, where it was, like, fine. It's just Oh, fine. yeah, no, for sure. I mean, genuinely, like, up until, like, freshman year of college, I'd been wanting to get a Harry Potter tattoo. And, like, thankfully, this girl, who I'm, like, barely friends with now, like, deeply urged me not to. So even though we're not really close anymore, like, I'll always be grateful to her for that. Um, I think if we had a Harry Potter tattoo, like, I would bring it up every time I saw it. No, you would, like, you should, you would have, and, like, as you should have, and I would have probably gotten it lasered off. Like, that's so fucking embarrassing. It, it definitely would have been, like, the triangle thing. No, right? okay, that, actually, I was adamant that I wouldn't What is that, that called? Like, like, the Corpus Christi? I- that's <laughs> the town in Texas that Koopa is from. <laughs> no, it's, like, the, it's the elder, it's the Deathly Hall- Hallows. It's, like, the... <laughs> the Deathly Hallows also sounds like a city in Texas. The Deathly Hallows, yeah. They have, like, a city called Paris in Texas, right? That's so fucking desperate. Paris. Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what was the question? Oh, Harry Potter and Hamilton. Yeah, no, Hamilton's annoying. Harry Potter's also annoying, but I think it'd be better. You know, I But, like, imagine, like, your spouse reveals to you that they were, like, on their college's Quidditch team. I'm a very forgiving person in love. (laughs) So I will. Okay, right, here's the I thing. I have yeah. empathy for people who are super into fandom stuff. Just, mm. just a bit because I'm saying this on my podcast again. Um, I was super into like Doctor Who and Supernatural and Sherlock. Super when I was who in, lucky and baby. Yeah, mm-hmm, so in middle school, so if I had continued that trend, and thank God I didn't. Maybe someone like bullied me, and that's good. Mm. Um, I would have probably gotten like a tattoo if uh, that was something i was into but thank god i'm not into that um (laughs) dude that's the thing it's like for me it's like thank god i couldn't get tattoos when i was 14 because god knows i would have gotten like too rare to live too weird to die or whatever or like too weird to live too rare to die that like panic at the disco bullshit like on my rib cage i really would have gotten that i know myself and i thought i was grown at like 15 yeah but then here's the thing that was like at 20 i'm like thank god i couldn't get a tattoo when i was 14 so what if at 26 i'm like oh my god the tattoos i got when i was 20 i should not have 
Wait, mm-hmm. I got so many numbers wrong there because first of all, I'm 21. I'm not 20. Second, I haven't gotten a tattoo in like two years. But <laughs> I'm my brain is so confused with time. What okay, are we, we I have, wanted to I do. Have, hmm. Oh, you have more. I have one more question that I think is compelling. I here's here's my final question. What's the worst thing you've ever smelled? <gasps> okay. <laughs> Okay, so this is, okay, this is such a weird story, but ever since I was, like, seven, there's been a very particular smell that I call shiny butt. (laughs) I didn't know when I asked this question, I didn't realize there'd be such a specific response. Okay, here's the thing about me is that I love smell and smell is one of my favorite senses so I'm it's very just ingrained in my memory I'll like walk into a room and I'll be like oh this you've definitely been there with me where I've been like yeah oh this smells like the third day of March in 2012 when I thought Yay! like I was gonna yeah, die yeah. <laughs> it's okay my reasoning when I was a very little person was like a little very like a like a girl I guess um was that it was a butt that was so dirty that it was shiny. And wait, but why would it be shinier if it's dirt? Isn't anything like shiny's like squeaky clean? You would think, but no. And like, okay, so I just think it's gross because I have to say the word butt, which feels very crass. Um, yeah, yeah, but what's the scent? Okay. It'll like come out of the blue every year or so in like an indescript <laughs> location like in the back stalls of like a tennis court or like a swamp in arkansas do you mean like a, like a septic scent yes but like oh it's it's one of those smells where i like have to grab onto my sister and I'm like this is this is the smell that i've been talking about this is shiny but <laughs> i can't wait to experience that with you yeah also i need to like stop clapping a hand over my mouth because i forget that i'm recording a fucking podcast and i can't uh. like put my hand over my mouth oh my god um but wow shiny butt i really want to smell that i will say that i've never smelt it at tufts university wow wow <laughs> in this next segment um sauna and i are going to do a little rapid fire would you bang would you, yeah, yeah, would you bang? Okay, two so horny gals I'm gonna... talking about who they'd bang. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Marianne Williamson. Yes, and she's also on my list. <laughs> so to you, Marianne wow. Williamson. Yeah. I, why not, wow. honestly? Yeah. Our convergent minds. Okay. Um, Tyra Banks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why would I say no? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I don't know, she'd judge me, but it'd be cool. That's really it's all like, I have you to have say. to. You have to, yeah. That's a yes. You know what's funny is, like, my, my conceptualization of Tyra Banks is in Russian because I used to watch America's Next Top Model in Russian in Kyrgyzstan. That is so interesting. It was, like, so ten cool. times a bit more violent. <laughs> yeah, so, more um, violent, Wow. My next one is Bernie Sanders in a hospital. No, we've talked about, I think that's elder abuse. Like, like first of all, no to Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Second, like, especially if he's bedridden. Something about that, like, I don't know why you think that makes it better. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, let, me, let me be clear. Okay, first of all, I'm assuming all of these are, like, very... They really want to like bang and like it's up to you. Oh, okay, like so it's like there's, there's, it's definitely consensual. <laughs> Something about the phrasing in a hospital makes it seem <laughs> not okay. I think what I I think if I were to ask it's kind of like the woke liberal millennial if they would yeah, bang yeah. Bernie Sanders, they would be like yes, healthcare, but no, in order to dampen the deal. Not dampen in a good way, but a bad way. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll put him in a hospital. You can figure out the context. Maybe he's visiting uh, someone, but also maybe he has, like... No, but it doesn't change anything for me anyway. Like, okay. still no. Just because, like, what does me banging Bernie Sanders... Like, that doesn't get anyone health care. I like that you value loyalty and integrity. Thank you. <laughs> the funniest thing is I don't, <laughs> but... <laughs> 
Um, okay, okay, my turn. Um, would you would you bang um the guy who does the hey Peter voice in Family no, Guy? No. <laughs> no, I hate Family Guy. That was guy. such a terrible impression. My sisters um, love Family Guy. I hate Seth MacFarlane. Farlane, whatever. I hate Family Guy, but love Seth MacFarlane. I think he's very talented and like kind of a visionary. I forgot what he looks like, so I could be lying here. <laughs> there we go. Um is he the same guy that was in Book of Mormon? No. Or is that the other game? No, that's those are the South Park dudes. <gasps> wow. I've never seen South Park, but I've been in m- more than one instance where I was in a car with a boy and he was like, let me show you this really funny clip from from South Park. And, and when we got to a red light, he pulled it up on his phone and I had to fucking watch South Park. Like, I'm not, I'm literally oh not God. lying more than once. That's so debased. Two different, two different people. <gasps> so... <laughs> So, like, in my mind, like, South Park is such a no. I know South Park because in, in my English one class in freshman year, there was a student who did his final 10-page research paper on how South Park uses the R word. And he just said the R word, like, 10 times. That's and then he so... talked about anti-Semitism for his presentation. So anyways, There's, like, a lot to unpack there. There's a there lot were of There were definitely not going to unpack... <laughs> This is what I want to talk about, actually. How Sana and I are the mean girls of comedy. I've heard this. I've heard this. I've heard people call us the mean girls of comedy, which which on some level I understand, but on another level confuses me because, like, I'm really fucking nice, guys. I was actually telling Sana. <laughs> I was telling Sana that she is very nice. Here's the Thank thing. Thank you. Here's the thing. I think... If I looked like Seth Rogen, I would be nicer. Okay, you would think that, but then sometimes, and I'm not, okay, this is, I'm, I'm going to remove Seth Rogen from the equation because I actually think he's kind of a handsome guy. No, in a certain he's not capacity, ugly. I love in him. In a certain light. I'm just, okay, okay, like, I'm, I'm making the point that, like, if, if you're ugly, sometimes you're nicer, but then also, sometimes ugly people are the meanest because they're so, like, embittered about everything in life. Which is me. I feel like I'm mean because I was ugly and I was just mad at everything. Mm, like a Joker movie. Right, right. Like, we all have a middle school level, like, Joker origin story. This is a podcast. Hmm. Yeah. It does. I'm trying to think of mine. Okay, actually, I have a good one. <clears throat> I was probably the first time a guy had, like, a real, like, crush on... Like, you know when, like, a guy has a crush on you and, like, people know about it? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, a thing. And, mm-hmm. like, you're really cool for a second. So, beginning of eighth grade, the reason I found out he was into me was because we were on our eighth grade DC trip in Arlington Cemetery. Um, and we were literally <gasps> walking single file in Arlington Cemetery. And this guy, who I guess was, like, a mutual friend of ours, comes running up to me from the back of the line. And he's, like, blank is into you because he likes small girls with big tits. Keep in mind i'm in eighth grade <laughs> anyways i have never been more flattered in my life like actually like i coming from someone who like wakes up every day begging to be objectified like this is the nicest thing i have ever ever heard <laughs> so like the thing is i then i was subsequently really into this guy reciprocated the feelings but nothing came of it and later i asked a friend like oh how come he doesn't like me like what happened like nothing happened and she said oh he said he stopped liking you because you're too insecure <laughs> oh which Bro, just, in eighth grade, which, I was like... Right, which just Joker origin story. That has only made me spiral into greater insecurity. Oh my god. While you were out hanging out and about, I was... I had like a sonic screwdriver in the eighth grade. What is a sonic screwdriver? Like, you mean a no, physical it's like screwdriver? the special apparatus that the doctor from Doctor Who has. So I'm just gonna say, like, this is how different our upbringings were. Guys, I'm too pretty to know about the apparati from Doctor Who. <laughs> no, no, but Boda, like, this is not to say that I was pretty. Like, I was a rat-faced, ugly person in eighth grade. It's just that I think the standards were low because everyone at my school was ugly. True. But you're, like, beautiful now, so, like, it doesn't really matter. I was talking to Sana about this. I think when she graduates, no one will remember me being ugly as a freshman. And I think you that's weren't important. ugly as a freshman, though. That's I think you were adorable. Yeah, I was adorable. You were just like baby face because you were a freshman. Interesting. I'll file this away. Hmm. I I was baby faced as a freshman. I'm like a crone now. You were really. 
Yeah, you know what? You're right. I look at your freshman photos and they're very baby. I If people want to follow along with this conversation, they should look up our Instagrams and look at pictures of us so we know what we're talking um, about. For those who are still listening, my at is Botassium, and if you DM me with saying, like, pizza or something, I will maybe buy you a coffee. There we go. Yeah, I feel like if you're still listening at this point, you are definitely a close personal friend of mine, and therefore follow me on Instagram, but just to test out the real ones... Text me, DM me on Instagram saying feet pics, please, so I know you're listening. I will send you a nice wine in the mail when I'm older. Okay, here's here's the thing about me and meanness. It's funny because, so like I immigrated here when I was young. I was mm. like pretty obese as a young kid because when I came to America, like my parents trusted everything in terms of food because... Like, why mm. would the government give it? You know, it's one of those things. Right, right. That makes so, sense. And I also ate, like, the public school lunches, right? So unhealthy. So I was, yeah. like, really fat. And I was, like, worse at English than my classmates and stuff like that. So you'd think I'd be the one getting bullied. No, right. so I turned it around. And I was No, that's, I that's was the thing about you, Boda. I, f- <laughs> I feel like that's... I Exactly. I don't see you ever getting bullied because I don't see... Like, you, you're, you would turn it around. Like, you're just a power bitch. I love it. Okay. I regret being mean, though. I will say, like, I was definitely, like, really mean. And it was definitely because I was insecure. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just going to do it first. Um, For sure. Exactly. I was such a bully in, like, 7th and 8th grade because I was so scared about people being mean to me. I was like, let me just do it first. Definitely regret it, but it's, like, a self-protective right, measure and I to some okay, extent. I don't think enough people talk about being bullies i feel like everyone on social media is like oh my gosh i was not popular in high school or middle school i was and like i wasn't right either but people are mean and they don't own up to it for sure i think like uh, what i'll say about us is that we we widely accept being mean like i think i'll take on like thinking i'm meaner than i actually am like, I'll take on this 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 head of, like, like the, the label of we're the mean girls of comedy, which, by the way, think about, let's, let's unpack a little bit how ridiculous this sounds, because this is the most insular community possible. It's, like, a collection of, like, sketch comedy groups at a liberal arts college, and apparently we have been designated the mean girls of this little, this little group, and I find that so funny. I think one of the most attractive things someone could probably say to me is oh what's the institute stop i like came <laughs> <laughs> or or even just like i'm not on twitter i'm like no oh, like actually like the hottest thing someone special. can say to me is like i just found your twitter you're so funny i like when people say that to me but then i'm like well i can't i can't tweet about you right Unless it's, like, very pointedly nice trying to get your attention. Right. I feel like there's very few people that I'm, like, actually tweeting about. And if I am, like, it's probably a plea for attention. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was in a relationship, the way I weaponized Twitter so much. (laughs) It was, it was delectable. I, I will say that ever since I got a Twitter, and I only got it about a year ago, um during quarantine is that it has actually gotten me a lot of romantic attention i will say that right because i think it's i think it's one of those things that you just put yourself out there so also like what are the other social media platforms really where you get to like showcase your personality that much like you do to some extent on instagram but also so much of it is just like standardized like cute pic normal caption i feel like on twitter you can be pretty like true to yourself that's true but i also feel like i utilize instagram stories pretty effectively oh you do actually i feel like it's funny because i feel like we're talking like pr people for our own individual self but i guess that's pretty true of all social media that is how i treat myself though like i think that like in my like in the like deranged little construct of my mind i'm like the world's most famous celebrity and i'm constantly trying to like put out like a very curated pr image of myself and, but then that's yeah. not even true because I'll fucking like go on a podcast like this and like I'm not even thinking a little bit about what I'm saying right now. This like, is true. So... I mean, like I just don't think. But an isn't that part of the curated someone... thing? Mm-hmm. I feel like if someone's interested enough to listen to this point of the podcast, then they're getting a more wholesome picture of like us as humans. I guess. Right. I think we're humanized by this. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> perfect. <laughs> Um, great 
Amazing. Um, no, well, I mean, I went private on Instagram because I need to get employed. That's brave. I think I'm private because I don't like that people can see my photos without following me. I don't mind that. Like, I don't mind being perceived by strangers, really. It's more just, like, I think, inst- like, employers don't want to see my boobs. You know what I mean? Not that, like, my like uh, my tits are that out on Instagram. I just get scared that, like, maybe I'm too scandalous. Yeah, I mean, I wish there were more out. Right? I- Me too, honestly. <laughs> I push for that kind of representation. I have, like, an inkling of feeling that I'll somewhat be in media in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm like, w- will this ever come back? I don't know. As long as... I- at least I'm not like Azalea Banks or right. Army I think Hammer. I think like we can say at least we're not Azalea Banks. <laughs> like we're not there. I actually, like just followed her on Instagram like last week. Oh my gosh, two and two like really did change the game. Remember when it was the the I background agree. song for the Bling Ring trailer? I watched yes. that trailer forty seven times just to see like Emma Watson they lick her lips. They did that amazingly. Yeah, that was a sexy trailer. I'm saying, I am saying, but the thing is, the movie sucked. The movie was fine. I didn't even finish. You know, it. my mom and I went to see that in theaters because I was like, "Mom, I want to go see this movie," and she was like, "Okay, let's go." Because the trailer was right, so and then we were like, "Okay." I tried to read the book. I tried to there read was the a book. book? I'll say that. It's yeah, it's based off of a book, and it's a book is like the essay that kind of explains and investigates the entire actual case. Oh. But it's like written way more. Gotcha. Essay. It's not like a narrative. Dude, I'm like reading again. I started rereading the Pretty Little Liars series. <gasps> genius. That's genius. You know, in my dorm room, I have like a massive block book. And, the, a click book. And I, uh, I have a click book. I have... Like the AP style book. <laughs> I have a poetry book. I have my favorite book, The Tsar of Love and Techno. And then I have like, what is that book? The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Because I just think it's funny. Oh. I think it's funny to have them yeah, juxtaposed. Yeah, yeah. We accept the love we think we deserve. Now that's a fucking tattoo I would have gotten at 14. I, yeah, no, a guy wanted to watch that with me this semester. And I was like, oh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> No, foot down on that. Does your family have, like, bathroom books? Like, books that are sitting on, like, top of your toilet that you guys can read while you're shitting? This is an amazing question because we used to have so many books. Um, I would just used to have, like, a pile of five books. We even used to have a potty book that was simply just, like, an encyclopedia just for the toilet reading. I love that. Well, no, the reason I brought it up is because in our upstairs bathroom, one of them is the second Pretty Little Liars ba- uh, book. Mm-hmm. In the downstairs bathroom, one of them is the fifth Pretty Little Liars book. We also have a collection of Dilbert comics and assorted Diary of a Wimpy Kid novels spread across those bathrooms. So my family is like a real bunch of like learned scholars. <laughs> that is like special though. Like, I think it's sad because that doesn't happen anymore because now I'm on my phone. Right. I, I just go on my phone. I barely pick up our bathroom books anymore. But the only the only book my entire family, like every member of my family has read, is Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the first book, because it's like been our bathroom book for a while. We love it. Yeah. Roger Kefley. That, that's books. That's literature. <laughs> were you, Boda, you were asking me if there was a movie I'd never oh, watched? Oh, a movie you'd never watch during like a Netflix and chill. Red flag movies and then really good movies to watch. Ooh, okay, okay. Red flag movies. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you what was a red flag one time. This wasn't a movie, but this was this was back when like Disney Plus had just mm-hmm. come out, right? Like it had just dropped, and not that many people had Disney Plus. And I was like, and so I had just hooked up with this guy and we were chilling after and like we had nothing to say Mm -hmm. to each other because obviously and we were like, okay, let's like watch something. Um, And so uh, he was like, I have Disney Plus. And I was like, oh my God, you have Disney Plus. That's so exciting. Like the options are fucking endless. I'm thinking like we can watch like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. That's (laughs) a Raven. Like I'm like, these are endless options on Disney Uh Plus. He puts on The Simpsons, like a random episode of The Simpsons. And like nothing against The Simpsons, but I'm like with the plethora of things to choose from. You choose this random fucking episode of The Simpsons. I was like deeply disturbed. I would have 
love to watch Sweet Life. Even like Sweet Life. No, on I called deck. that. I called that tap ride so fast. We were only watching TV even because we were waiting for my tap ride because I did not want to walk. That makes sense. I I like Scott Pilgrim, but I would never watch it. At least with a guy. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking... Uh, yeah, I would never... I would only watch that with girls. If, if I would... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Like, if a guy wanted to watch that, I'd be like... I watched Ringo. It that's was... A, that's that's an that's a interesting one. It was interesting. That's all I'll say about it. I don't think there's any, like, good... Like, like I can't think of something that's, like, distinctly, like, the ideal show to watch. Like, ideally, it's with somebody who you, like, you have a show you like in common. Oh, this is true. I actually recently started Game of Thrones because... Oh. <laughs> For No, <a> no, no. <laughs> well, like, kind of, but I... <laughs> I... <sighs> okay. Well, okay, here's the thing. My family's really into it. My sisters oh, read all of okay. the books. Like, they walked me through the first episode. Um, like, maybe, yes, I started watching it. I'm just not going to continue the sentence. Um, but yeah, I'm only going to watch the first season. I know, I so I've never seen a single whole episode of Game of Thrones, but I know everything about it. Because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I'll get, like, really bored, like, so bored that I go into a hole of just, like, investigating everything about a TV show, but I'm, like, too lazy to watch it. And, like, Game of Thrones is such a good hole to go down because they have, like, so much lore. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like I know, like, all of the major plot points and characters for sure. I'm just bad at remembering names in general or, like, locations, mm. so that makes me... It makes it really hard for me to watch stuff like Lord of the Rings or any fantastical Well, novel. yeah, just any of these, like, these types of books that have, like, a fucking map in the beginning. Yes! I'm like, oh, yes. shit, like, we gotta strap down. Like, oh my god, Aragon? Did you ever read that one? No, because, again, map book, it's so hard for me. Unless it's, like, a, f- a historical fiction novel with, like, a map of China in it. That's different. Right. Oh my god, Aragon was ridiculous. There was, like, a big-ass map in the beginning. and was that- I think that book was, like, written by a literal 16-year-old. Like Christopher Paolini or some shit. Maybe that's a, <laughs> that's a thing. I'm so bad at maps and geography as well. So there has to be something there. We own The Hobbit here, and I feel I fall asleep during it every single time. Right. I can't watch it. Yeah. No, I can't. But I either. like the idea and the substance of lore in general. Oh, 100% same. I would say, like, with these, like, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings type things, like, the thing that I am the most drawn to is I love any scene where they're eating. Like, something about the way Mm. they describe and depict food in these ancient times, it's because they had a real appreciation for it. Like, I feel like so much fucking work Mm -hmm. and labor went into, like, Mm -hmm. preparing a mincemeat pie that they're really, like, gonna go ham in their description of the mincemeat pie. Yes. And I appreciate feasts. I just, oh, I love when there's a good, like, feast written about in a book. Because, like, now we're in this era of, like, Soylent and sweet green and so corporate. Like, minimalism with our food. No, I want, like, sumptuous, like, plates overfilling, like, like, juice dripping down the chin. Like, oh, oh my, oh, Boda, do you follow at Redwall Feastbot on Twitter? I've definitely seen it come on my tail because because you liked I'm it. constantly liking it. Wait, distract <laughs> distract the audience while I pull up a couple of Redwall Redwall. I think one feast writer that comes to mind, and this isn't like super fantastical, but definitely Raw Doll. His description of the meat pie, and I think Danny, the champion of the world, um, just layered eggs like jewels, overflowing. Like it, I could taste it. Let me read you a Redwall feast bot um, dis- description. Lattice-topped rhubarb tarts sat along damson pies and hazelnut and elderberry yes. pudding. To refresh the palate, there was crab apple cider, October ale, cellar-cooked comfrey and dandelion tea, fizzy elderberry and burdock cordial, and dandelion burdock cup. Now, I could not tell you what a single one of these things is, but I want to eat it so fucking bad. I agree. That's what Redwall does. I agree. But you're right. Roald Dahl also, like, excellent depictions of Chocolate cake in Matilda. Um, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like biting the air. I'm like, (laughs) like, I'm I'm, I'm like, I'm like a snarling dog. (laughs) Thinking about that chocolate cake. God. 
I'll, I'll like Perf- gain 12 Perf- pounds just <laughs> reading a book. <laughs> like, oh my god, like I, um, Roald Dahl also was also writing about these meat pies. I don't think I've ever even had a meat pie in my life. Like, that's not something that's like in my general, like what I eat, but like, I love the idea. I'll of make one it. for you. Like, They're, it's ugh. like, <laughs> Oh god, I'll never forget it. I was on a date with this guy once and he like was talking about his dog and he like made the dog noises. He like he like (gasps) I was really into him, but he like whimpered and I was like, oh I was like, that's so cute. It wasn't that's so strange. You know what such an ick is? The idea of a guy be- bent over pouring dog food into Why? a bowl. Why? Like, you know, <laughs> is that an image? <laughs> Wait, what's other food you wanted to get? Ambrosia and nectar. Uh, ambrosia and nectar. I haven't even eaten anything today yet. I burped. Like, how is that today possible? I ate a bagel because it's the only thing I eat. What are? Why are you fucking taunting me? I literally tweeted earlier today that I wanted a bagel. I have never... I have never seen you eat. <laughs> Shut up, that's like a bold face. I've never. What? Like, we've, we've, we've spent like weekends together. It's, we've been at espressos, we've ordered pizza together. Yo, what are you talking about? Like the night before whip. I left Tufts this semester, we literally got pizza together. We ate it together. Here's the thing. We got the pizza you put it in your hand, and then there was no pizza. I never see you eating it. What? I've never seen you chew. I've seen you drink water. I've seen you drink water. I have never seen you chew and swallow. That is so... Okay, you know what I'll say? I'm going to take this as a compliment, and it's because I'm a really quiet eater, because nothing pisses me off more than a loud eater like I love to have food food dates as first dates because I know immediately if I can cut somebody out because they're a lot like a loud eater because at this point in your life you're not going to change if you're a loud eater and I'm not going to put up this is completely true um if you're listening and he's definitely not Andrew Boo I love you but you yeah babe you babe close your mouth (laughs) I love you we love love, I love him to bits I can't I cannot eat next Yeah. Time. No, yeah, I, I try to eat so quietly and unnoticeably, so maybe that's why. Like, I'll sacrifice... I, I've run into this argument with my friend. She's like, sometimes I just want to chew with my mouth open to really taste everything, savor the taste, like, enjoy my food. I'm like, that does not add any enjoyment to the food for me whatsoever. And even if it did, I would sacrifice it. Like, I feel like if a steak is gonna only be 90% good instead of 100, that's still good enough and, like, worth me keeping my goddamn mouth closed. I agree. I'm very vehement about this. Vehement. Mm. 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 (laughs) Okay, so to end the podcast, Sana and I are gonna talk about our first impressions of each other. Yeah. Which, surprise, we aren't... We are not actually strangers. Yeah, we did not meet for the first time in this podcast and just bonded a ton over being Asian. (laughs) We actually knew each other. So we're going to talk about... This is very specific, though. I feel like we met each other in such a specific capacity, which was that you were auditioning for a collegiate sketch comedy group that I was already in. Yes. Why did I do that? Yeah, why? Yeah, that's a question for you, babe. Why'd you audition? I auditioned because I saw Brandon Lee on the stand-up stage, <laughs> and I said I want to be friends with him. Damn. And then I also wanted to join because I saw Isaac perform an Is a Sketch, and I said, wait, I can do this. Oh my gosh, yeah, and why did Linda leave me? Dude, Brandon Lee genuinely is such an inspirational figure. Like, haven't we uh-huh. all? I joined stand-up because of him. He, I'll go as far as to say he's Jesus-like. He really is one of the only good men I, I know. I agree. Jesus-like. I will completely compound this information. He has not wronged me. In fact, yeah. he has uplifted me. Never. Only uplifted. Pretty much every other dude, I can name some way in which they've wronged me. Agree. Here's a question. Have we ever wronged each other? Have I ever wronged you? 
I think no. I think you're very honest. Thank you. You've never deeply wronged me. Like, there's been times that I'm like, boom, I'm gonna hit her one day. Like, you know what I mean? I just get <laughs> mad and I'm like, I'm a fucking like, backhander. It's because but, I'm so annoyed. Yeah, yeah. No, like, and it's like, if you felt that way about me, I understand. Like, we, I, <laughs> we also like behave like, like family in that I think we would hit each other. <laughs> Son. <laughs> Here's the thing Son and I are like familial because. I feel like I can be my worst grimy self to her sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, like, I would, like, like I don't know. Like, like Sana, blow my like, nose into my hand in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sana would fart and I'd be like, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Again. Um, <laughs> more. Um, I, it's like one of those, like, mom things, I think, where... For example, like, we'd have a nice picnic, and Sana would be like, I made you a sandwich, and I'd be like, oh, I love you. This actually happened. It was moldy bread, and I said, oh, Sana, it's it's moldy. She said, just just take it off, eat it. I said, just rip the moldy part off, which, like, to be fair, is what my mother would tell me. I felt more loved in that moment than I did, like, the entire semester. Because <laughs> you I go, cared I'm hungry, it. bring me bread. Like, you're, like, a Dickens orphan. And, like, <laughs> I go, Boda, I have no food in my house. And you were, like, please, bread, whatever you have. So I just bring, I really like... I have a problem with, like, asking people <laughs> for food. So I literally just bring this loaf of sliced bread. And, like, it's, like, moldy on one corner of it. <laughs> Well, what was your first impression? Your, my of first me? impression of you. Well, I just thought you were. Yeah, no, literally. I mean, I just saw you in an audition and thought you were talented. Um, that was it. But but you know what? We can go beyond that. Well, when we took you in, we took three boys and one girl. And right off the bat, I felt kind of bad for you. And I was like, oh, she won't have like a, a little gal pal. But you were so freaking confident. Like you like really like were just funny and cool and comfortable with people right off the bat. So I thought that was nice because that was not at all how I was as a freshman. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. I remember the first, when we were in initiation, the very first thing I sent to the group chat was a diagram of a toilet bong. Yes, you did that. And I was like, that's like, she, she's she got balls. Like, you did that. Thank you. Thank you. Jeez. Wow. Sana is probably my closest friend in the Institute, if I'm not counting. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Well, and, and, and you mine. Yeah. You're, like, one of my closest friends from college. What the fuck? You're, like, one of my best friends. What the frick? <laughs> Guys, like, a podcast about female friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Even if you only listen to five minutes of this, I feel like that's big. And if you've made it this far, um, probably you fell asleep and Spotify kept playing. Or you're on an eight-hour road trip. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you find like our type of voice is not annoying. Yeah. Or maybe you're listening this to this in your bedroom. Either way, like yeah, if if you're this far, you probably like are into us in some capacity. So like definitely hit us up. Like, yeah. Looking. I yeah. you know. I'm kind of a full plate, but you know what? The more yeah. the merrier. I'm looking. <laughs> One thing about me, I'm looking. Sana's Sana's one of the most gorgeous, funniest smartest people i know she's quite the catch she's Shut quite the catch up. i'm advertising you like I, the, here's the thing i am and no everyone fumbles it <laughs> there you have it folks the mean girls of comedy that's sana and me signing off